0: Without VA, I would have paid $25,000 for my hospital stay, $42,000 for my education, $74,000 for my home down payment. But because of my service, I paid zero. Get what you earn. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for the type or amount of benefits mentioned here. Welcome into The Verge, a show which covers the Baltimore Orioles minor leagues. The Verge is part of BSL Radio. Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations at the message board, like BSL on Facebook, and follow BSL on Twitter. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A lets us be more creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to On the Verge Daily for Monday, August 2nd, 2021. I'm your host for today, recapping August 1st games, Bob Phelan. And before we get into the game action, I would just like to note uh, some news that we've got coming out of the Orioles this morning of the good and the bad. The players out of the draft, Colton Kowser, Connor Norby, and Colin Burns, are added to the FCL roster and will make their professional debuts today. So that's exciting, but on the other end of the spectrum, with more players coming in and the new roster limits for the minor leagues uh, this season we have some releases as well. Um, Chris Shaw was the only position player released, which is a shame because he hit a grand slam yesterday for the Aberdeen Ironbirds rehabbing an injury. But also Cody Carroll, Evan Phillips, Kevin McGee, and Jonathan Pendergast have all been released as well. Two of them, the first two, you know, Carroll and Phillips, they were acquired in trades at the 2018 deadline, pitching in AAA. With not too much success, they've, they're gone now unfortunately, that Zach Britton trade and the Kevin Gallsman trade aren't aren't looking all that great either, is <laughs> the Manny Machado trade, to be honest. Um, Kevin McGee and Jonathan Pendergast were pitching for, I believe, McGee was in Aberdeen and Pendergast was in Delmarva, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, they they weren't having the most success either, so no real surprises there, but a shame whenever you see a guy released, and I am afraid that we're going to see a little bit more of these over the next week or so with these draft picks coming in. So that's too bad for them. But let's get into the action from yesterday, starting with AAA Norfolk, who won again against Durham Bulls 5-3 to three, on the back of Connor Wade. He pitched twice this week, and twice he pitched well. He went five innings, giving up two runs on five hits, a walk, and two strikeouts. His ERA is sitting at 2.72 for the season, David LeBron made his AAA debut, pitching an inning, giving up a run on a hit and two walks, but again, Mr. Strikeout struck out two batters. Fernando Abad had an inning of scoreless with two strikeouts. Marcus Deplan had an inning scoreless with the strikeout. And Dustin Knight, back on the horse after having his worst game of the season, recorded the save his seventh of the season with an inning, giving up a hit and a strikeout, and lowering that ERA again to 1.30. Offensively for the Tide, It was kind of a slow game again. Um, Most of the damage came in the first inning on a Kelvin Gutierrez three-run homer, uh, his first with the Orioles minor leagues affiliate. Um, Let's see. Also, Zach Jarrett went two for two with a walk and two RBIs. So that's where all the runs came from. Jemai Jones had a single and a run. Mason McCoy walked. Brett Cumberland singled and scored a run. And Rylan Bannon walked and scored a run. Now, moving to double Bowie, they won as well, 6-4 against the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Cody Sedlock continues to impress of late. I would not be surprised if we're announcing on tomorrow's On The Verge Daily that he's been promoted to AAA Norfolk, uh, especially with a couple of those relievers being released, but he went six innings, giving up two runs on six hits, no walks, that's the key, and six strikeouts. And based off of our Twitter account, it sounds like One of the runs in the sixth inning came off a defensive miscue that should have ended the inning, and then a run came around to score. So even he pitched better than his line indicates. And he's been fantastic Um, in the last eight appearances or so. He's got a 4.05 ERA, but only four walks over 26.2 innings, which is a huge improvement from the, I want to say off of memory, the 21 walks that he had over... 28.1 innings, something like that. It's a ridiculous uh, change of pace as far as the control goes. And he's got more strikeouts as well. So great to see the 26-year-old could be this year's Dylan Tate, as I described in today's Down on the Farm uh, column that I wrote for Baltimore Sports and Life, which I also posted to our Patreon. So if you want to read that, you can feel free to do so. Felix Bautista, another guy I wrote about in that same column on the three-up section, or the on-fire section, should I say. He had an inning, again, back-to-back games where he's recorded a save and pitched a perfect inning, striking out the side. His ERA is down to 0.79 with with AA Bowie. After a 1.20 ERA in high A Aberdeen, he's striking out a million batters. Has only given up eight hits on the season uh, with over 26 innings pitched. And he has walked 19 batters in that span, but also struck out 48, which is a pretty insane number the guy can touch 100 miles an hour and I would not be surprised if we even saw him at Baltimore in September of this season although I think it's more realistic that he just starts A next year with the tide as long as he's not taking in the Rule 5 draft. Offensively for Bowie, um, Kyle Stowers just man this guy you keep waiting for him to go through a slump and kind of come back down to earth a little bit but he just continues to rake three for five with a double and a run his batting average is up to 313 OPS at 992 Just fantastic stuff. He continues to climb up my personal uh, prospect rankings. Uh, He's just very exciting between him and Robert Neustrom. Those two have really uh, surpassed Euston diaz even, in my opinion, uh, almost. Uh, We'll see officially whether that happens or not, but that's the way it's trending right now. Um, Let's see, Adley Rushman, he finally broke through with a hit, a run, RBI, one for five. Um, Not the best week for him, but it's Adley Russman. You know what you're getting. Richie Martin finished out his rehab assignment for double Bowie with a double, two runs and a walk. He's got a 9.54 OPS in that short stint of a rehab appearance. Great stuff. Hopefully we see him in triple A soon. Toby Welk went 0 for 2, but he walked twice and scored a run. Zach Watson, 1 for 4. Johnny Reiser, 1 for 4. And Caden Greener, 2 for 3 with two RBIs and a walk. So he's, He's proven to be a league average WRC plus around 99 for double A. And with his defense, that is probably good enough to, you know, make your major league debut at some point. So good on him. Moving down again to Aberdeen. They destroyed Bowling Green 10 to 2 in this game, despite Ignacio Feliz struggling a bit again in his third start for high A. He went three innings, giving up two runs on four hits, two walks, and four strikeouts. Um, I talked about this as well in that down on the farm column that the jump from low A to high A seems almost like the jump from high A to double A used to be just based off of the Orioles prospects themselves and not the league as a whole. You're really seeing even offense or hitters and pitchers both struggle from that jump. Gunnar Henderson obviously went one for 31 after coming up from Delmarva. Jordan Westberg got off to a slow start before really coming into his own. Uh, at high A and the pitchers all these guys that were doing great in low A are coming up and struggling right off the bat I'm sure they'll adjust as Ryan Watson did who got the win in this game went three innings scoreless two hits two walks three strikeouts but it's just it's interesting with the new way that the minor league system is working this year Um it seems like either low A is lower uh, competition than usual high A has a little bit of tougher or a little bit mix of both um Garrett Farmer finished off this game for his fifth save three innings gave up one hit no runs and five strikeouts and he's been after having a rough outing last week uh this past week he he performed really well going multiple innings in each appearance offensively for Aberdeen Aberdeen Jordan Westberg continued his hitting streak going one for four with two runs and a walk no he did not walk he got hit by a pitch excuse me um Shane Fontana hit a home run so shout out to him he's got a 727 OPS on the season now JD Mundy two for five with the run Chris Shaw as I mentioned that grand slam right I mean that's a way to go out at least Gunnar Henderson he walked and stole a base but went over three Hudson Haskin one for four with a run Andrew Doshbach three for four with two runs he's really heating up at the moment and Logan Michaels this undrafted free agent catcher who bailed out Zach Peek with some blocked balls in the dirt as well as threw out some runners known for his defense not necessarily a prospect but he goes three for four with a double a run in RBI and is batting 500 after a few games with Aberdeen Delmarva now they were the only team to lose on Sunday 7 to 16 just was not working out the only pitcher that had a clean outing out of six of them was Adam Stauffer who had a perfect inning with two strikeouts and I would expect to see him I've been saying this for a while, but in Aberdeen very soon, Jake Lyons started the game, gave up three runs in only one inning, suffered the loss, three hits, two walks to strike out his ERA sitting at 4.00 for the season. Jake Zebron, I don't know if it's going to happen for this guy. He's still young, still could develop, but he recorded one out, giving up four runs on three hits and two walks. Leonardo Rodriguez, as I've talked about uh, in articles in the past, is just one of the most disappointing stories of this season there's not a lot of those but he is definitely one he gave up four runs on five hits and two walks no strikeouts over 1.2 innings his ERA is at 8.27 and this is a guy that was borderline top 30 uh, a couple years ago on our prospect list David Garrard gave up three runs over three innings Uh, Ricky Ramirez gave up two runs in an inning it just the (laughs) Delmarva pitching was not on their top of their game in this uh, outing yesterday. Daryl Hernandez he went one for five with two RBIs, continuing to hit a little bit. T.T. Bowens, one for five. Gene Carmona, two for five with two runs, an RBI, and a homer. Um, he's got his OPS back up to 774, and he's not going away. He's still just 21 years old. I continue to be intrigued by his development. York is Landy Alvarez, finally one for four. He's batting 278, kind of like Daryl Hernandez. He's not hitting for power, but he's he's intriguing as a a guy who is hitting for average and could grow into some more power in the future. Well, that'll do it for today's on the verge daily, but stay tuned. Um, tomorrow will not be a big update. It will just be the FCL and DSL update. But if there's any promotions, I will mention it there as well. So let's see how Connor Norby and Colton cows are doing their FCL debuts today. And thank you for listening.